Hello guys, welcome to the ninth episode of Verbo's Lock, brought to you by the Developer Student Club of PVG CIT. In our last podcast, we discussed possible career options for CS and IT engineers. Do check it out if you haven't already. Today, we have with us Miss Priyanka Kasture, who is the founder of Machine Learning India, which is one of the largest ML communities. There is a strong society of over 400,000 people, ranging from students who aspire to become ML engineers to professionals who are already working in the industry. Priyanka is a 2019 graduate from Modern College of Engineering in Pune and she is here to tell us everything about her adventure. Hey, this is Advait from DSC PVG CUT and you are listening to Verbo's Log, your one-stop tech podcast. So welcome to the podcast Priyanka it's great to have you here Thank you Advait it's my privilege to have been given this opportunity Great so uh, can you tell us what ML India is Sure um, so ML India started with a vision of uh, building an AI ecosystem in India um, we see that there's a lot of talent gap in our country when it comes to um, you know what is being taught in colleges and what is actually required in the industry because in in a because in a field like that of technology things are changing at a very fast pace and especially after uh, the advent of very high performance computing you're seeing that more and more uh, things are coming out every single day and uh, technologies are getting outdated uh, with the same pace so in such a scenario it becomes increasingly difficult for our educational system to keep up and uh, because of which um, you see that there's there's a increasing talent gap when it comes to recruiting uh, quality individuals in the industry you know people that are actually eligible to be employed so um, i started with a vision to you know um, make more and more people aware about um, the technologies that i was passionate about essentially machine learning ai big data and um, the basically it all started with a social media handle uh, where i used to share my projects uh, i used to share uh, quality information that i actually used for whatever i was doing uh, all the amazing info that i found on the internet i used to curate and put it up there and uh, gradually i saw that you know a lot of people were looking up to the content that i was putting up and they were actually taking it seriously they were asking questions um and um, that sort of became the uh, you know moment where i realized that, that fine this could be something and uh, i could definitely lead this uh, for uh, you know something better so we started calling it a community and um, it has been an amazing journey ever since and now we are primarily an online community but we do have an offline presence as well having conducted over 25 events across india um events of various kind and then we also have a community platform wherein uh, people uh, passionate about machine learning ai and you know uh, similar technologies come up and interact with each other network with each other share learn uh, together and uh, apart from that i think there's just a lot of other things happening we're also collaborating with a lot of good companies here in india even abroad to get quality talent uh, recruited uh, from within our community so uh, the end goal remains the same building an ecosystem and when you say an ecosystem it means um, 
you know being able to build an infrastructure for education uh, online offline uh, both modes or basically just facilitate uh, quality uh, information passage and uh, at the same time you know being able to provide the community a certain platform wherein they can interact and network with each other learn from more experienced professionals uh, and then also ensure that you know whoever is uh, you know interested in these technologies who have whoever has learned these technologies is getting ample amount of job opportunities out there in the industry so once we be able to do that i think that is when our true goal that is building an ecosystem in india will be accomplished and uh, we are we are only at the beginning of the journey i guess and there's there's a lot to accomplish but here is uh, what i believe the vision for ml india is and here is where we are headed oh that that's awesome i think you are like well on your way to do that and uh, i'm sure you'll you know be able to build that ecosystem uh, that you described uh and coming to your previous uh, point you said uh, you were initially sharing project projects and some other stuff when you started out so uh, let me tell you that in fact that is how i had found your page uh about a year ago one of my friends sent me a post about uh, some project ideas that you had posted on instagram and you know that was a time when we were looking around for for uh, our own ideas for our final year project so i went and checked other posts from the page and you know just loved the content and followed it immediately this is fantastic in fact um, this is what happens right i mean a lot of people look up to your content and then they sh- start sharing it because they really find value um uh, this is exactly how the community has grown and i think uh, here in india there are a lot of amazing communities but they haven't really focused on you know uh, expansion through social media and uh, that is what i wanted to do i wanted to bring that element because i knew that a lot of people are hooked on to social media and i myself was which is exactly why i started sharing quality content up there in the first place so <laughs> yeah. um, we know that a lot of young individuals look up to social media every now and then and uh, they not just use social media to network with you know people their age but also to take inspiration and uh, that is the point i wanted to hit so um i started focusing on building a community which is focused uh, on social media and uh, i wanted to do that through content right not a lot of people were doing it i mean there mm-hmm. are companies uh, out here which are you know uh, really uh, have which have really emerged as you know really big players in the market but they did that through blogs through long form content um uh, you know a couple of examples could be analytics vidya analytics india magazine um analytics insight there are ample amount of companies out there which are you know playing in the same game these companies they have been focusing on long form content uh, blog content which is fantastic in its own way but um, the way forward is micro blogging um we we won't be seeing a lot of people uh, reading blogs because the attention span of humans has considerably reduced they want to consume more information <laughs> in a considerably lesser amount of time so social media was the way to go and uh, then i started focusing on expansion on these uh, social media platforms um we got started with instagram initially um i mean i uh, never knew what form ml india was going to take in the future um when i when i got started it was in fact on my personal page so i i did a couple of machine learning projects and um, i don't know why but i just wanted to share it on social media and i literally did that on my personal handle 
uh, on Instagram. And uh, over time, I realized that fine, you know, people that follow me could could come from different backgrounds and could not really understand what's really happening with the codes and what the output looks like. And half of them do not care straight up. So. Uh, what I felt was why not create like a separate account, uh, you know, where people that are only interested in machine learning could follow. Uh, and I, honestly, I, I never knew it was going to be so big. I was just expecting around 30 to 100 people um, <laughs> over its lifetime looking up to what projects I was doing. It was like a portfolio sort of an account, but on Instagram, I don't know what, what made me do it, but I just did it. And uh, there I started, uh, you know, posting uh, uh, stuff about the projects that I did, um, inputs, results, outputs, codes, uh, the inferences, the hypothesis that I came up with, um, you know, these, um, uh, I started, you know, creating graphics out of it that could explain what I'm doing in much simpler manner. Uh, mm -hmm. That's how it all started and obviously like as I did projects, I used to use a lot of reference material from the internet. Now this could be like, uh, you know, repositories from GitHub or could be KD Nuggets blogs um, or any other, you know, infographic on the internet. I, I used to, you know, have it downloaded. I used to upload it up there on my page and then um, credit uh, the appropriate um, authors or creators of that particular graphic. So this is how it all began. And um, um, honestly, there wasn't much traction initially. I mean, uh, only people that were following me back then looked up to the page some, sometimes. That was it. But uh, what, what I did was I kept the consistency going. So every day I used to put something or the other related to what's happening in the industry, right? And the consistency really fueled the growth in the first few days. And in the in just about three to four months, I saw around 4,000 to 5,000 people accumulating on the page. Oh, and wow. uh, yeah, I mean, back then, um, th there weren't a lot of people doing uh, uh, the thing that I was doing. Right. I mean, there were a couple of pages in technology uh, mm -hmm. on programming, on specific programming languages, so on and so forth. There were, you know, pages related to memes on technology. But there weren't really creators that were focusing on putting out quality content related to uh, the fields of machine learning and uh, AI. So I think um, it, it was sort of a um, product market fit, like they call it, you know, you, you put out exactly the thing that the market requires. Um, and because there was a lot of hype about these fields, I think I didn't really have to convince people as to what AI was or what machine learning was, a lot of people were already aware of it and they just wanted the info. So they found a good amount of uh, info in one place and then, you know, it started growing. In about six months, we had 10,000 people looking up to the content. And um, that was staggering because I had never ever seen in my life uh, an amount that big, I mean, in terms of followers at least. So obviously it was a big achievement for me. and. Uh, in fact, we even uh, got a cake and we celebrated like it was a big achievement. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, you deserve yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it was fun because I, I had never expected it to grow so big in the first place, right? Um, mm -hmm. I was just sharing information that I found on the internet. I wasn't even really focusing on building anything out of it. But uh, eventually, I realized that this has potential and um, uh, this has potential to create a real impact in India. 
um and not just that but uh, i also realized that it has potential to bring in some serious uh, uh, revenue uh, for me i mean right. i always had these entrepreneurial aspirations but i never knew what i was going to do or what field i was en- going to end up in but uh, once i saw that this is taking off then i started you know uh, uh, coming up with ideas as to how i can commercialize this particular growth or this accumulation of audience that's that's coming up on my page and mm-hmm. uh, it was a very confusing time i mean uh, by like uh, it took about a year for me to you know go from a uh, zero to let's say 30000 followers on the page but uh, when i reached that amount i mean 30000 followers that's that's when i started thinking of actual good ideas um baki in between it was mostly confusion i tried right. a lot of things but you know nothing really worked out um and somehow i wanted to make it sustainable i mean i wasn't really expecting a huge amount of income through it because back then i was only in my college days and mm-hmm. uh, my parents expected me to take up a job and that's also what uh, is uh, i had in my mind i mean um i i had this thing that you know fine if i if i can do something out of it well and good but ultimately i'm just going to end up doing a job for let's say you know 3 or 4 years initially and then uh, have my uh, uh you know finances cleared and then we can go ahead with a startup that is that that, that is the kind of plan i had mm-hmm. so um Uh, i mean i wasn't really expecting some strong finances out of it but uh, in the back end i was definitely working on uh, commercializing it as quickly as possible so uh, i focused on two things one is giving to the community uh, as much as i can so putting up quality content for free being there for people answering their doubts uh, you know clarifying all, all the answers the queries that they had so i used to spend a good amount of time going back to the inbox interacting with people uh, you know building relationships up um because i didn't want it to be sort of a one way communication i mean i am broadcasting some information and it's reaching 30000 people that's that's not how a community is built a community is mm-hmm. something in which uh, you know they get to interact with you in exchange you know they get to uh, learn from your experiences and they get to build up upon it um and not just that but they also get to interact with themselves so uh, right, this right. is something i had in my mind so this must have been been difficult though right because uh, as you said uh, it i mean before you commercialized it i uh, yeah. i don't since since it was like very small uh, you might Uh, your exams yeah. other projects might be doing internships so how did you manage and what like what kept you motivated for this i think uh, the answer lies in the fact that i never gave a lot of importance to college education in the first place right i <laughs> okay. mean um, fine i was passionate about uh, some subjects in it uh, my stream of engineering but um, i think i wasn't really into the system a lot i mean writing assignments and you know doing all of that paperwork um literally regurgitating an original information <laughs> something that someone else has already done you're yeah. just you know copying 
um, I, I mean, I just did not agree with that kind of education in the first place. And I was the kind of person who always advocated self-learning. So I did not attend college much. Uh, although I uh, was successful in bagging good marks, I mean, um, but ultimately what, yeah, ultimately what's important is to understand that I placed a lot of emphasis on uh, learning things by myself over the internet. So um, there were websites like Coursera, Udemy, I took up a lot of certifications um, and these were like from the best professors out there in the world. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that really benefited me and that kept me going. And ultimately, I knew that there's not much left in the education system that we have right now. I mean, if you want to grow as an individual, you have to do it by yourself. And there's no entity, external entity that's going to motivate you or force you to or drive you to do something out of your life. Um, so much of it was, you know, uh, uh, self-motivation. I kept pushing myself to, you know, come up with something by myself. Uh, I uh, always had myself driven towards, you know, learning things uh, without needing any external force. So um, I used to make notes. I used to uh, try out things by myself. I used to uh, take up projects. I worked at a couple of startups while I was at college. All of this was possible because I did not attend a good chunk. So all of that yeah. time was invested in, you know, all of these things. And I'm really proud of the fact that I did it because when I look back, I realize that if I hadn't done that, uh, I wouldn't be the woman that I am today. So it really does help. I mean, right, right. <laughs> That's awesome. And when you were doing this, right, uh, there must have been a time where, you know, a lot of your time went into managing this page and answering uh, the questions that other people were asking you. Uh, did you ever feel like uh, that it could be worthless that you're putting in so much effort but you're not getting anything because it wasn't commercialized by them sure there were times i mean um, the most difficult patch was like the first six months one year one and a half year uh, it was difficult because um, like i was putting in efforts but like i said i wasn't being able to commercialize it very well uh, very effectively uh, rather so because a lot of things were new to me and I had nobody to look up to what I was doing I think there weren't a lot of people here in India that were focusing on doing something of this kind and in like in my niche at least in machine learning AI big data um, so on and so forth so uh, I had to learn a lot of things by doing mistakes and uh, um, it did take up my time but uh, it gave me a lot of experiences I mean when I look back, I really feel that I was fortunate enough to go through all the struggle um, and uh, not having enough seed revenue to even get the company registered. Uh, and obviously, I wasn't going to ask my parents for it. And my parents wouldn't even allow me to do it in the first place. I mean, uh, like I said, you know, it, it's very difficult uh, for someone who has grown up in a family um, where people have only been doing jobs all their lives to convince them, you know, that entrepreneurship is an option, business is an option, and especially as a girl doing that, I mean, it's, it's, it's really a Herculean task. But Yeah, yeah I um, understand that. True. So, um, because of so, all of these factors, you know, uh, it was a problem initially, but like I said, I was still a student, you know, I was only a student and there, there wasn't a lot of pressure on me. 
to deliver uh, at home or um, you know uh, there weren't a lot of liabilities any responsibilities so i sort of uh, had my own time and uh, pressure started building up honestly uh, when it was my final year of engineering because mm-hmm. that was when i knew that i had to either appear for placements or convince my parents that uh, this is really taking off and i should really focus on um, you know building uh, this community so um, that was exactly the year when i started commercializing it effectively and i was successful in doing so so that sort of helped me convince my parents my parents you know so the commercial coming in they were convinced about the finances they really believed that with such numbers you know it has a bright future so they uh, started supporting me and um, you know things started falling in place eventually but definitely uh, initially it was uh, a lot of struggle yeah yep and even for you it must have been a big decision right uh because i just said you finally it was a tough time for you to you know decide to commit to this full time or uh, whether to take a job so was it like spur in the moment decision kind of thing that you decided not to sit for placements or was it like evolving over time throughout your uh, you know college time well i think it was evolving pretty much because um, even in my final year i think there were a couple of months where we did amazing in revenue but there were a couple of months where um, there wasn't any revenue at all i mean we did not incur any losses or such but uh, there wasn't any revenue coming in so uh, you you see that you know there were some fantastic months there were some months with nothing at all so uh, you know getting acquainted to all of this as an entrepreneur is important i mean at least in the first few years all startups go through uh, cycles of this nature so uh i mean it was good that i you know went through all of this while i was at college so i'm i'm really grateful for all of that and um, uh my friends were getting placed at good companies and definitely there was this fear of missing out that was developing and mm-hmm. um, uh, there was some pressure from parents as well but uh, i think uh, what kept me going is uh, the numbers that were increasing um on our social media platforms and not just the numbers i think the entire feeling of people uh, like let's say 1 lakh people looking up to your content every single day you know commenting asking questions really uh, you know basing their career decisions on the content that you are putting up uh, that in fact is amazing i mean in my final year itself there were people coming up to me telling me that you know because i came across your page um i got started in machine learning and 6 months down the line i've i've gotten an amazing internship at samsung research uh, i'm working at nvidia and all of that was possible because of you because of the material that you oh. put out it really helped me and uh, i mean there were uh, testimonials of this kind and then i uh, sort of uh, felt like you know if i were to work at a company uh, a good one a multinational which was within my reach if i were to do that they would place me in a cubicle and i would probably spend my entire life working on something uh, that i wouldn't know how is impacting my end customer so why to fall for something of that kind and uh, you know why not give this a chance uh, why not really try because see um, like years down the line definitely i'm going to have some responsibilities towards my family there there are going to be liabilities and probably uh, there are going to be some restrictions that i'll have to put on myself with respect to finances but now there are none and now i think it is the time for me to experiment 
and uh, really give this a chance and see where this goes right so that is when i started realizing fine you know uh, let's stick to this let's see where it goes and if nothing really works out uh, in a year after graduating from college then i will uh, you know think of getting back to my job or start working at a startup uh, under someone something of that kind so this was my plan but uh, uh, like i said you know it in entrepreneurship it's always like you jump off the cliff and you have to build your airplane on your way down so <laughs> that's what i did you know mm-hmm. you always have to take risks life is always like an adventure or nothing at all so um, that is what i did i i jumped uh, the cliff and then um, things started falling in place fortunately uh, and uh, after a year it was even more successful than it was when i was in my final year so my parents are like more than happy and they are now completely supportive of my decision and when i look back and when even when they look back they are extremely proud of the fact that i stood up for myself and uh, i took the decision of jumping into entrepreneurship and now uh, you know it's affecting so many lives not just mine yes yes i'm sure they're proud and it must have been a very uh, you know relieving to hear uh, from others that when they say Uh, that they got hooked to ml uh, because of your page and now they're placed at uh, you know such great companies uh, it must have been like very um, awesome to hear definitely it's amazing i think um, in fact even if you be able to change someone's life just one person's life in general um, you can consider yourself to be a successful person and i think i've been fortunate enough to do that for countless individuals so uh, i'm really happy with where i am today and what i am doing it's, it's amazing yep so uh now that i mean your community is actually like very big uh so what do you feel about you know where your community community is right now and where it is headed yeah so um right about now we've got around 4 lakh 20000 people uh, within our community uh, on our social media platforms uh, various ones so um which is amazing i think and we are uh, very strongly moving towards uh, the 1 million number uh, within this year or maybe the next one so uh, numbers are not very significant but i think uh, the impact that we are about to bring uh, will really be the game changer so um i think with with social media at least you know if you look at it in a way you can really create a lot of impact trust me um social media really is the future and if we be able to do that well for people in technology um for people in and around ai at least it's going to be amazing it's going to be having a very um, fantastic future so uh, this is something we would be heading towards you know uh, coming up with quality content building our community around it and not just content but being able to facilitate quality education being able to facilitate quality networking uh, of people interested in machine learning and ai because honestly these technologies are here to stay and um, um, not just uh, machine learning i mean people say it's saturated right now but uh, i think there are tremendous amount of opportunities in the industry out there right now also and not just opportunities but even um, the amount of uh, research opportunities that are present i think it's vast and uh, this is only the beginning of ai i mean we are headed towards artificial super intelligence and we are only scratching the surface so these technologies are here to stay and uh, 
like as a, as a community, uh, at least here in India, what we want to do is be able to facilitate education, facilitate research, facilitate networking, and uh, facilitate individuals finding jobs at uh, you know uh, the industries of their choice. So I think uh, this is where we are headed towards, and this is also where we are actively putting our efforts in right now. Great, great. That's great. Uh, I also wanted to ask you about uh, your role in this community and how it has evolved uh, since its inception. So initially, I assume you must be doing uh, all sorts of things, like, I mean, not only a lot of work, but also a variety of work. So how has your work uh, evolved and uh, your role distributed? Right. So initially, I think it was just me uh, curating content, creating content, designing stuff and putting it up on the internet, interacting with people. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, we uh, hired the first person in our team just in about um, April, I think, uh, probably August of 2020 uh, oh, okay. during lockdown. Yeah. So it's just hardly been around six months, uh, six to seven months. Um, but, but that must have been a lot of work until then for you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but the focus was mainly on social media and, you know, keeping all the platforms updated. So that was something I was able to pull off by myself. But uh, when uh, a lot of different aspects of the business started evolving and emerging, I knew that I needed a team and, you know, uh, it was only getting exhausting for me uh, at that point of time. So uh, I started actively recruiting individuals for, you know, uh, hiring quality talent from across India. Now we've got about a team of five people and, uh, you know, uh, in, initially it was just me, but now we have people to uh, look at the community front. We've got a community manager, we've got, you know, people for video production and uh, content creation. We've got people for uh, overall management, you know, uh, looking at the finances and everything. So mm -hmm. um, there are different aspects that have emerged. In fact, we're also working with companies right now. We're advertising their products, their offerings. Um, so um, there are some companies which are involved with us uh, for recruitment purposes, right? So there are uh, client relations uh, to be handled. So there are people that are looking at different aspects of the business right now. But uh, my, my role has transitioned from uh, doing everything essentially in and out, right from content creation to interaction, community management to just overlooking what's happening in my company and, you know, just ensuring that uh, we are meeting our month-to-month -month goals and also our long-term goals and ensuring that the strategy is aligning uh, with uh, our vision. Right, right. Uh, that's great. There would be a lot of uh, students in college who might not uh, fancy a 9-to-5 job. Uh, can you share any advices or to-dos for uh, such people who might be trying to build something of their own? Right. I think uh, it's, it's a beautiful question and uh, the time is now, really, because college is the time where nobody really expects anything out of you. All they're expected to do is, you know, secure good marks and that is it. I mean, even if you're securing average marks like I did, it is more than enough because marks really don't determine anything. Uh, what really matters is what you want to do with your life and where you're headed towards and how clear you are and how focused you are uh, with respect to your goals. So with people that are interested in entrepreneurship or want to do something of their own, I would really recommend them to get started early. 
now when i say early what i mean is uh, let's say you're in your first year of engineering second year of engineering um, get started with your ideas write them down uh, do not wait for the perfect moment uh, or do not wait for the stars to align for you or the traffic lights of your life to turn green at the same time it's never going to happen uh, never happens really you just have to hit the ground running get started um there will be complications obstacles initially because see no one really starts as an expert uh you really have to get started as a beginner only so you'll come across a lot of hurdles but what is important here is you'll understand things the experience that you'll accumulate even after your failures will really help you in your future because then you'll avoid those mistakes so everything counts your failures your uh, your success everything everything matters in the future so um, give ideas um, a certain head start right get started with a certain idea um, in fact uh, try to get started with side gigs okay now uh, it could be let's say uh, handling uh, social media for a particular business or creating websites um or let's say working under uh, someone for free or let's say writing content for someone or copywriting for a particular business now as a college uh, student i think these are some side gigs you can take up and uh, you, this is also the opportunity for you to uh, learn from the people at your workplace this is also the opportunity for you to uh, understand the ins and outs of their industry and then obviously accumulate that experience and build up upon it so i did a lot of side gigs i worked um, for a you know a company um, which was into cosmetics i used to handle their social media so that really uh, gave me the confidence to build a follower base on social media i i did it for them and then i realized probably i could do that for machine learning in india too so it taught me a lot of things you know how how a, a social media account for a business is to be handled uh, hashtags algorithms so on and so forth i also commercialized my uh, artistic qualities so i uh, i am a professional artist i mean i can draw portraits really well so in college i decided to commercialize that i i created like a small uh, entity called artnerd um created a social media page a small website for it and then there i started selling portraits i started uh, you know taking orders for creating uh, handmade portraits and then i used to ship them across india we completed around 900 orders in 3 years which is pretty oh, significant wow. <laughs> yeah that's exciting so, um, yeah i mean these were the kind of side gigs i did and then there was one friend of mine who used to develop websites i learned it from him and then i started developing websites uh, on my own um and because i was doing it for other businesses i could do that for art nerd and for my own things as well so uh, i made quite an amount of money through uh, these side gigs you can say and mm-hmm. not just these but there were a lot of other things i did i started graphic designing for a couple of businesses and like i said you know, earlier you know i could do all of this because i did not attend college to a, a good degree i mean uh i used to save all that time and put all of that time into um uh bringing in these little finances and learning uh, out of all of this so uh, the graphic design experience the social media experience um you know art nerds experiences respect to finances with respect to handling a business uh talking to vendors getting client relationships managed all of this really accumulated when i was building machine learning india and all of this really helped me 
so get started with something like art nerd did not work out because i understood that it's not scalable i will have to put in all of my time to you know um, create these portraits and i was the only one who could create uh, portraits of that kind so i cannot be working 24 hours uh, every day to um, you know um, right right significant mm-hmm. finances so i cannot trade my time for money um, mm-hmm. i wanted to trade my mind for money and that is exactly why i realized art nerd wasn't scalable but the amount of learnings i got by running that business is humongous okay i mean i cannot really uh, give it uh, uh, any uh, number because it's <laughs> really amazing um, uh, it gave me the confidence of building businesses even if they like they were very small in nature right so that in itself that in itself that drive it gives you the motivation it gives you like fine you could pull this off then you could pull something on another level off so that is important so these little experiences count and it was only possible because i did not hold myself back i did not blame my college i did not blame my parents i did not blame the amount of assignments that i had to do uh, i did everything and i uh, was able to do it well um, without blaming anyone or blaming the circumstances or how little i had at every stage of life so if you have that kind of a mindset i think uh, you will grow as an individual and nothing will hold you back just getting started is important that's great and it must have been like a testament that since this was possible uh, definitely you could try something else and it might uh, you know it might grow some uh, to something big exactly so here what is important is to never settle like literally that's number one rule if you want to go big in life never settle <laughs> Never so the moment you settle you become stagnant and then your growth really stuns and then your game is over uh, but the moment you decide to step ahead that is i mean the moment you decide to take that first step is the moment you set the wheels in motion for the growth of your life mm-hmm. so never settling is important again but that is that uh, that you know that is like very different uh, difficult for a lot of people because uh, taking the first step also when they're not in college it implies that they have to you know uh either uh either resign from their job or you know get both feet into whatever they are doing uh and because that is a very big decision it usually happens that a lot of people uh it 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 forever remains a dream for them right right so um i think here what is important for you to understand is that uh your side gig should initially be your plan b and uh, you should have a very concrete plan a right so a lot of people treat engineering like their plan b but they do not have a good plan a in the first place i mean um, so keep i mean keep studying as a as a student that's there or maybe you know keep pursuing your job uh, whatever you have taken up it's fine but uh, like 9 to 5 is important but what you do during 5 to 9 is also important right so keep building upon that side gig till a point where that side gig is bringing um, at least equal revenue as that of your main gig and uh, that is when you can you know uh, start thinking of quitting your job or let's say jumping into entrepreneurship directly after graduation so that is when you get the confidence of uh, uh, you know uh, taking the plunge i would say because mm-hmm. even in the final year like i said i was making a significant amount of revenue which was equal to the kind of packages that uh, the students at my college were receiving so because they were more or less the same i could take the decision like fine you know i could go ahead with something like this 
but if they were significantly lesser then i would definitely have to go in for a job because then uh, i wouldn't be doing justice to the time and effort that i would be putting in right mm-hmm. so yeah. all of this matters you know keep building uh, until you feel like uh, the revenue for your plan b is you know almost as equal as your plan a yep i'm sure this will inspire our listeners great words of advice definitely <laughs> all right uh so i have actually two questions from the audience uh this will be like the last part of this podcast uh so the first question is as you know like it or not coding and computer science as a whole is a male dominated field uh, how do you suggest we encourage women to take active and not passive part in coding competitions hackathons or just taking lead in general and uh, have you had any unusual personal experiences where you had to deal with such gender norms yeah i mean uh, it it's always there you know in the industry uh, not just in coding but in every other industry every other aspect of life as a woman you have to uh, face a certain set of challenges which are um a little different and a little difficult i would say but uh, ultimately i think what is important is to not give up okay um definitely technology is a male dominated industry but things were much worse a couple of years back now yeah. things are improving mm-hmm. uh, and that is a good sign so um do not really give up as as a girl if if she's listening to this podcast i would uh, advise her to not give up um keep working towards uh, you know being a better programmer being a better website developer and app developer sql developer wherever you're headed towards keep working on it ultimately your skills are something that are going to matter and ultimately that is what is going to uh, you know bring you um, uh, to a level where you can say that you know you are uh, equal to a certain man who is working in the same industry or, or your teammate so uh, keep working on your skills that is what companies are looking forward towards nowadays and it all starts with uh, pushing yourself to participating in different competitions online offline if there's a certain hackathon and uh, you have a, a, a group of guys that are participating go ahead ask them if you you know you can be a part of their team um if there are a few of your girlfriends that are interested then you know take them along or probably participate as a girls team so it all starts with these little steps um uh i would say advait and these these steps are important they are crucial because like i said these steps lead to a domino effect and uh, ultimately you uh, get the confidence of pulling better and bigger things off in your life mm-hmm. so uh, keep focusing on your skills your qualities your abilities uh, keep developing yourself and uh, do not really give this a uh, um, third thought or a second thought you know fine there are these uh, uh there there's certain amount of discrimination out in the industry out there but uh, you cannot control what uh, people think or what mentality people have got to a certain level uh, but what you can control is your own self and uh, how how good you are how well you are and how good you can get over time so if you just focus on yourself i think you can achieve a lot of things and that is what is important at the end of the day yep totally and uh, we have one more question which is again related to this uh, so what do you think about having only female employees uh, temporarily in the company to bring up some kind of a social change uh, is it ethically correct to do this um 
ethically i think fine i mean it's, it's completely the founder's decision as to how they want to move ahead there are certain companies which have already done something like this but mm-hmm. i think what is important i mean if i were in their place i would really encourage um, uh, uh, equal amount of men and women at a certain company because both the perspectives are important uh, because ultimately you are building product services offerings for uh, a wider audience right i mean your users are going to be uh males as well as females depending on which industry you are in so all perspectives are important uh, diversity is really important bring males on board bring females on board bring culturally diverse people on board uh break the gender stereotypes get everyone on boarded right i mean when you get different perspectives that is when uh, you encourage inclusive growth as a company uh, for your products for your services for your offering so um i think uh, being a feminist is really not advocating rights for just females but encouraging uh, equal growth opportunities for males as well as females in all aspects of life and all parts of uh, life and all opportunities in fact so i advocate equality uh, i would say and um, i really prefer things to be you know um, uh, balanced when it comes to things exactly exactly yep got it so yeah that's it uh, and so thank you for your advice priyanka and i think we can end it on this note i'm certain that our listeners uh, you know get inspired from this episode and learn a great deal i myself learned a great deal from this episode and to our listeners i'll be leaving uh, leaving links to machine learning india's instagram and linkedin handles so be sure to follow it and check out the content that they put up it's really amazing i also got hooked up to it and again thank you for joining priyanka it was really nice to have you here with us Thank you, Advait. It was amazing interacting with you, and in fact, uh, it took me back to a lot of experiences from the past, and uh, it was sort of a blast from the past, which I am very proud that I uh, <laughs> had. So it was uh, a beautiful experience. I'm, I'm really happy that we did this. That's great. Thank you. You're welcome.